Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today are two blowpeds I call friends, John and Brendan. How's it going, my dudes? So we're getting weirder and weirder, but it's going good. <laughs> yeah, they're they're only gonna get weirder from here because I'm I'm reaching real deep. <laughs> I'm very curious to know where blowped comes from. Gotcha. Blopes are large quadrupedal swamp creatures that uh, are basically in marshy areas uh, on the forest moon of Endor, right? So, so oh, I think they were seen in the Ewoks TV show. I have not seen this. Have you guys? I'm pretty sure you make these things up. <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> are we talking about the animated Ewoks TV show? I believe it's animated, yeah. Yes, I have watched that. I don't remember <laughs> that, though. It's been years. I mean, hey, all I do is search on Google uh, Star Wars insults, like a list of Star Wars insults, and like I get weird <laughs> results. So, uh, StarWarsFandom.com and Wikipedia are great resources for this. <laughs> I, I will say about that Ewoks TV show, though, if uh, you want your uh care bear ewoks that's basically what it is <laughs> is that what it is that's awesome. pretty much <laughs> i'll have to maybe check it out probably not anyways today on the show <laughs> we're gonna reach into our mailbag and answer some listener questions and as well as our glorious versus inglorious segment makes a glorious return <laughs> see what i did there so today we're gonna be talking about atrt's Check it out. It should be a fun one, guys. Before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to a couple of our sponsors today. Brandofdice.com hosts his Faraway Galaxy collection. Uh, it's Star Wars Legion dice. He also has got uh, Star Wars RPG dice. He also has a bunch of collections of D6s for all your various different games, right? So lots of space-themed ones. Uh, Warhammer 40K. And then he's also got fantasy ones, um, such as A Song of Ice and Fire. Those are really, really sweet looking D6s. And then uh, coming back to the Legion stuff, it all looks great. He's got sweet, clear acrylic uh, dice that they have custom faces on the surge results showing off your your faction symbol. So if you play Rebels, you want a little bit of extra Rebel flair, there you go. He also has uh, brand new designs for his dice as well. So they kind of have like a marbled look. So they're rather than being clear, it's like solid. Uh, he also has special dice for black, uh, the black attack, attack dice as well. So we don't have that officially. So if you're looking for some of those to spice up your dice collection, check them out. If you use checkout code glorious, you're going to receive a little bit of a discount. Go ahead and check out Baron of Dice. John, I think you've been using Panhandle 3D for a lot of your terrain. That I have. Uh, if you are interested in having a beautifully printed table for all of your legion games at home or your local game store check out panhandle 3d for all of your 3d printed terrain needs uh, use uh, coupon code glorious for 15 percent off of your purchase order um, greg the shop owner over there is a really great guy i've been using him for years like i said on the last episode to print just about all of my tables Everything he's done has come uh, perfectly packaged in a timely fashion and looks great, um, assembles perfectly. Uh, I have zero time 
um, and have zero intention of purchasing a 3D printer to do all this stuff myself. So it's been great to just be able to order that stuff offline. Um, and with the 15% off discount, it's super affordable. Uh, so check it out, panhandle3d.com. Awesome. Brendan, there's some tournaments that we should be aware of. What's like the best one to go to? Obviously, the best one to go to is the Atlantic City Open, That's which right. is happening in June, the 17th and the 18th. It's six guaranteed rounds of Legion. And I do want to say, you know, we do have a custom mat available for pre-order. You have to pre-order it if you want this mat. It will not be for sale at the event. Um, it's themed after the Jedi Temple. Uh I really like the look of this mat. It came out great. And anybody who buys this mat, I will also provide them with 3D files, you know, STLs that I made myself to make it look like the Jedi Temple. Uh, just, you know, the, the main hall sort of a thing. I'm I'm no expert at 3D, you know, making 3D files. They're, they're, they're pretty good, but, you know, if anybody out there is better and they want to help improve my files, <laughs> let me know. But, um... <laughs> No, uh, ACO is going to be a great time. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors so far, Baron of Dice, Starkfire Designs, the Legion Tournament Circuit, Luminous Gaming, and Panhandle 3D, uh, as well as we do currently have one World's Invite available for Atlantic City Open. Uh, I was able to get my hands on a store kit so I can offer that invite um, I'm still hoping that I will hear word on us being a regional since we are a 64 person or more event. Uh, and as soon as I have confirmation on that, I will let everybody know. But for now that we've got at least the one world's invite. Awesome. Come get your world's invite folks. At least the one for now. <laughs> yeah. Hope, hopefully we'll get uh, an actual hopefully floor we'll for a regional event. But uh, <laughs> for now I, I can say we've got one. Excellent. Uh, John, I think you're going to Crucible, right? Yes, I will be at the Crucible this year. It is September 29th through October 1st. It is split up between a Friday-Saturday heat with a top cut to Sunday. So it'll be three rounds on Friday, top four advance to Sunday, three rounds on Saturday, top four also advance to Sunday. So you have a top eight on Sunday, and that's done so that uh, if you are participating in the Friday heat, you have Saturday to uh, spend your day um, at Disney, at Galaxy's Edge, or wherever you choose to go. Uh, or if you do the Saturday heat on Friday, you can get there early and spend some time at Disney as well. Uh, I'm going to be down there with my family, so whether I make the top cut on Sunday or not, it's kind of a win-win for me. Um, I'm going to be doing the Friday heat, so I'll be around Disney on Saturday, and then either... Uh, taking part in the top cut on Sunday or spending an extra day with the fam on uh, Sunday at wherever whatever park they end up being at on that Sunday because I don't even know at this point. But yeah, Crucible, check <laughs> it out. So uh, I think with that, let's reach into our mailbag and pull out some fan mail. All right. Uh, yeah. who, wants to, who wants to read that? Uh, me, because I'm the only one who can. All right. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> So we got an email from Liam, uh, and he's got actually three questions for us. The first question, and I figure we'll uh, read each question and answer before reading the next. 
So question one, I have to ask you, with the recent release of Cody, on whether or not there is any way that you could run both Cody and Rex in a list together competitively. That's question number one. I, I think you can. I think you could. Uh, I'm not a competent guard player, though, so I'd have to rely on John a little bit for this one. <laughs> yeah, I think there's ways to do it. I there's nothing. I think there's so many other builds that come to mind first, so it's not something that I have done a lot of theory crafting with, to be honest. Um, I'm honestly more interested to see what the points cuts do. Um, Rex obviously needs a couple tweaks. I think he could go down 10 points easily. Um, that's... The challenge I have with Rex more is more about one, he needs to go down 10 points, but also you really miss the direct from the clone commander and not being able to set up those fire supports. But the cool thing about Cody is you could direct to a vehicle and then put comms relay on the vehicle. So you can kind of get around that a little bit. And if you ended up doing a build where you did Cody with like an ATRT or a saber or any kind of vehicle where it had a comms relay and then you bounce it over to fives, you could end up having a one pip with three orders minimum um, just from the two freebies and then the one from the card. So I like that. That's kind of where I would start. So like Cody, Rex, probably an ATRT, although Impact is super high right now because of Dark Troopers. Um, so maybe like Cody, Rex, Triple Bark, and then four, Phase 1, Phase 2's, Echo. What are your thoughts? I'll, I'll throw something together real quick while you guys kind of give your thoughts on that. Uh, so I'll hop in. Yeah, I was basically kind of trying to put something together while you were chit Um I basically had the same thought. You could try and do triple bark speeder uh, and then a bunch of mishmash of clones and stuff like that. So what I ended up on was 11 axe, which is like not bad. Um, I think I have to play around with the points a little bit more, but clone commander Cody, Rex, I don't have any upgrades on them yet, but then you can have uh, five troopers and then one arc. I'm trying to fit echo in there. I'm like three points above and then three naked barks. So that's, you know, that's a lot of acts and you could play breakthrough very well. You could play bombing, uh, bombing run very well. Uh, payload, I suspect you'd be okay at. So there's, there's some good objectives for you in there along with like commander Cody's direct vehicle. I mean, like for the first couple turns, those barks are going to be around you. I, I don't think it's bad. I think it's workable. You just got to work with the points a little bit. Yeah. With the points update that we've been told should be coming by the end of the month, I'll be curious to see if anything changes in the Republic. Uh, hopefully some things get a little bit of a, a points reduction. But yeah, I mean, sure, it'd be nice to use the direct vehicle um, from Cody, but it isn't necessary, really. You could just go full clone army uh, if you really wanted to, um, you know, and do quite a lot that way. Um, but I, I feel like you get the most out of him if you do include at least one vehicle. I mean, couldn't hurt to just have, like, one ATRT, because the ATRT could be just your, your impact platform, uh, sitting back, you know, as a hedge against some dark troopers. Um, 
and just bouncing an order off to your clones. The fact that ATRTs also now um, are a line of sight blocker is great because then it's extra cover for your army to move into position. Um, so, and Rex can do a lot of really cool things to help support your army, uh, especially with scouting party. Um, and, you know, you, you can do a lot of interesting things. Um, I, I do think it's viable. I think you definitely would have to practice with it to make it top tier competitive. Uh, but I, I could see it definitely winning a, a local event. As, yeah. as with anything, like if you practice it enough and you know your list, that's usually going to trump out like some of the other like top tier lists that you don't normally play if that makes sense, right? So, like, basically what I'm saying is if you practice enough, you can make most lists work for you. Yeah, this is why I don't do well at major events because I just play a list <laughs> I came up with that week. <laughs> Anything else, John, on that on that question? No. No, I, I mean, I think you guys pretty much hit most of it. Um, okay. Like, if I were to... Th- and again, I'm looking at it for the first time now. Like, if I were to throw something together... It'd be 10 act. It kind of reminds me of old school Rexstar though, but it'd be Cody, Rex with Intel and a jetpack, just because I never leave home without Intel and a jetpack on Rex so that you can get the scouting party um, with the speed two versus one. So that helps you on hostage exchange or just forward advance to get your fire support set up on your Z6s. Um, you'd have a phase two at the Z6, phase one with the Z6 boil in a phase one so you can do the cody two pip trick with the guardian on everybody uh and then also say you know he can do guardian to soak wounds on everybody else uh naked phase one that's just going to be your aim dodge cache fives so that you can essentially do the token uh pushing thing with like a with the atrt that i put in there a phase one with an RPS with recon intel, echo and an arc strike team, and then an ATRT with a laser cannon and comms relay. So essentially what will happen here is Cody will direct to the ATRT with the laser cannon. He'll comms relay that to fives, and then fives will pass that on to either the RPS or one of the Z6s. So each turn you'll get two free orders on fives and then one other phase one or phase two if you throw it on the phase two z6 plus your order on um either cody rex in addition to what other however many other orders you're given out with the rest of those guys so it focuses a lot on fire support um and then you've got all the shareable surges from your phase two uh and echo in the strike team yeah there's just a lot of beef there I don't know. So listen, I th- listeners, remember uh, all of what John said because I'm just going to reiterate it <laughs> during during our argument <laughs> later. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, uh, please interrupt. I don't. I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> no, no, it's it's all good information. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I will say that uh, what John was talking about with making sure the jetpack was on Rex just gave me an idea for a completely ridiculous list and i want someone to run this i might even run this at a local event at some point it just seems too ridiculous not to eight activations 
796 points. Clone Commander Cody, no upgrades. Clone Captain Rex with the jetpacks and recon intel. Three Phase 2s with mortars. A full ARC Trooper with Echo and Jetpack, and two full ARC Troopers with DC-15 and Jetpacks. I've got five units that have Jump. That just sounds like fun. Yeah. (laughs) Not bad, right? There's a lot of value in that word, you know, keyword Jump. So, I mean, it sounds fun to me. It sounds very fun. I might... uh think about making the phase twos phase ones to try and get some extra points back and throw some uh, at least one medic in there maybe but it sounds like a fun list it does absolutely <laughs> just jumping around with clones and jetpacks yeah so so really quick i just remembered uh while we're still on this topic in order to make cody and rex work honestly it's boil and clone medics that are going to make that list work in my opinion uh oh, i think i agreed like I think that's the way to do it. Uh, at least two clone medics and one boil, and then a portable scanner on Cody, so you can get um, take cover two, right? So just like pure maximum efficiency and tokens and stuff like that, um, and guardian stuff. So that's probably a way to go about it. Yeah, and if you can find the extra points for vigilance, doesn't hurt. Yeah, absolutely. All right, how about the next question? The next question. This one's more of a hypothetical for us. So if we ever get around to releasing clone commandos for Legion, what do you expect their unit to have in the way of keywords, health, etc.? I'll start. I think they'll obviously be Courage 2 because they're elite clones and we haven't seen any clones go above 2. They definitely wouldn't be Courage 1. Um... I would assume that they would get surging defense, red defense, um, possibly impervious, just like the arcs, uh, but not certain on that. They might not, you know, just from the, the surging defense. I don't know. I, I get the feeling they'd be throwing a little extra more dice because they kind of have like machine guns. But I'm not sure if True. they'd be a range two unit or a range three unit. Like they're, what they're heavy they hitters infiltrate? up close. Yeah. <laughs> they have what if infiltrate. they gain infiltrate Ooh. and then they're range one to two? <laughs> I like that. They see? There you go. I I am thinking they'll be similar to uh let me get the right word. Uh death troopers. <laughs> uh that unit profile is probably similar to what i'm thinking so it would be cool if they had something similar maybe impervious uh yeah i don't know yeah i agree i think i mean they'll probably have even uh like arcs or death troopers where they have like a different attack profile whether they're at range one to two versus one to three type thing it'd be really cool if they had like a one to three black white attack or something that's kind of what i'm hoping for maybe they'll be like uh magna guards and two health each wouldn't that be something that would be something probably uh, a three-man squad base two two to three-man squad base give them extra health yep and then a heavy yeah yeah that i'd be down for that to be honest that sounds cool yeah i don't think uh 
clones really don't have any multi-wound models other than heroes. Right. And I think just about every other faction has a two-wound special forces unit, if you think about it. Like, you have well, Clan Ren for Rebels, Inferno Squad for Empire, IRG. The Republic has Wookiees. Oh, that's true. Wookiees. <laughs> the yeah, man who used to run true. them all the time. I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't even think about it. Since the scale nerf, I don't even think about them anymore. Although I did theory craft some Cody Wookiee lists that were looking pretty good on paper. <laughs> nice. I mean... While we're on the topic of Wookiees, I think uh, the the ranged Wookiee unit is a, a great unit to have against dark troopers with a bowcaster for for sure. So like throwing enough dice and piercing, also yeah. That was uh, it was a Cody Chewbacca double shooty Wookiee list. Nice, nice. But yeah, no uh, commandos. I I think they'll be great when we eventually see them. My. Uh, my crazy tinfoil hat theory is we have seen them for Shatterpoint, so they're probably coming soon for Legion. They're just hiding it from us. <laughs> they love doing that. I feel like they taunt the Gar players is is the vibe I'm starting to get. <laughs> they they do like to, to meme f- on them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I started to feel that way with Ahsoka. Oh. That was like the first where I was like, wait a second, what are you well, doing? At, at Adepticon when they were you know, given the announcements for all the games, they, uh, they gave announcements for every faction except Republic, and they went, yeah, no, we're done. There's nothing else. <laughs> and, and then they told us about the Bad Batch, but it was, they were definitely trolling on the fact that, you know, Guard, <laughs> they weren't going to give any updates for Guard. <laughs> <laughs> See, Bad Batch might be the two-wound clone special forces unit over commandos why not both i guess that's true it, it could be both yeah so we'll see oh, i'm excited for both yeah all Pretty right cool. and liam's final question for us do you see any possibility of star wars legion getting a 212th battle force if so what would it look like or be allowed to take i'll start so i i mean i would love more battle forces right so I think it's a very cool opportunity for them to do different command cards for the game. I mean, at least at least that's what we've been seeing, or at least special rules, right? To like, uh, you know, for example, uh, Remnant did not earn any new command cards, but they got special rules for that, right? So I'm thinking they one of their command cards could be like using in one of their vehicles, kind of like as a, like a bombard. So I think they had two vehicles, right? The low altitude assault transport and the TT, the, I'm sorry, the ATTE. So maybe like there's a bombard card in the future for them. Um, that'd be interesting. Cause like, I don't think they're going to fit that on the table. Uh, and then, I mean, I would think just a, a bunch of diff- just different clones. Um, I mean, like let's pretend you can have, it would be cool to just have like eight, usable clone troopers um that would be cool kind of like how the the droid separatist force works where they can have eight b1s well how about eight phase ones or phase twos either one and then obviously you're gonna have cody and cody and obi right yeah engineer what do you guys think no i i definitely like that idea um 
especially the idea of you know different way of building a force is great um you know cody's definitely more of a vehicle person so maybe the list changes it up and you have to take three to six vehicles and you only you know instead of core oh, true, vehicles yeah. are your core um yeah they could definitely go interesting routes with it i personally what i'd like to see is uh with a battle force like that with the battle forces somehow introducing more flaws flaw cards to the game like, hey, you're running the 212th and you've got both Cody and Obi-Wan. How about you've got an Order 66 flaw card? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. I don't even know where to begin with that one. I, I just want that because it would be so great. Just give every clone an Order 66 flaw card. <laughs> <laughs> but, you hear that, John? No. He's trying to nerf clones even more. Yeah, what the heck? I'm just saying it's thematic. Um, but yeah, no, it just, I'm not sure what command cards or anything, but it, it would definitely be an interesting design space for a new way to build a Republic army. That's more clone and vehicle focused because the 501st is definitely your, your quick hit army. It's got to have at least the one vehicle, you know, the, special forces you're limited to are arcs that are you know going to move in real fast and shoot things so it you know it's very anakin feeling it's supposed to you know rush at the enemy um a 212th is probably more of a sit back and shoot gun line kind of a feel more yeah, ways to protect your troops <laughs> so yeah yeah I, I definitely see an interesting design space and i certainly hope they they go through with something like that i'm a little surprised like if they were going to come out with the battle force for the 212th that it wouldn't have come out with the release of cody that would be my only thing um like if we're if we're thinking like is there going to be one like my thought would be probably not if we didn't see it when cody came out they're probably waiting on arf troopers could be <laughs> It's possible, um, but it, I mean, if they do, not. So, I mean, I have no inside information. That's just kind of where my head went when I initially read the question. Um, I think I kind of tend to lean towards what Brendan was saying. Like, I think it'd be more vehicle focused and have like, oh, you could take up to six uh, ATRTs, and they count as troops so you could take three to six of them or so, something like that not that that would be good or anybody would want to <laughs> that do would it. be so bad for <laughs> right the game. right right now it'd be terrible um six well, right now everybody's impact heavy so it'd be you know you'd just get massacred but um i, I don't know but we'll get into that later but <laughs> <laughs> but the six would be insanity well if it, it was barks that would be that would be an six interesting. barks would be so I have fun. six barks, so I'd be ready to rock and roll. Because I've got three with the sidecar and three without. So I am, if that ever happens, I am like re ready to rock and roll. All right, hold on. <laughs> nice. I need to know this. All right, I'm, I'm going to do some I'm, math. I'm building six, all right, six barks with rocket launchers comes to 456 points. That's you can so still, cheap. <laughs> you can still build a really good army around that. 
You wouldn't be able to fit your army in the deployment zone. <laughs> oh man! Imagine like the panhandle of of major offensive. You couldn't fit anything in there other than parks. Oh, oh that would be that's, so much that's fun. fun. That would be ridiculously fun. <laughs> All right, AMG, you heard it. Six barks. We want it now. That's the only Six way to beat sparks. Blizzard. You, you thought Blizzard Force was a problem with four speeders? How do you feel about six? Oh, man. It's still probably Ooh, bad. You need that little exploding head emoji. <laughs> now, I would say it would be bad if it was six naked barks, because then you have way too many points to play with. Yeah, that'd be 330, right? Yeah, that'd be You'd have so a many lot points. of points. It, it would have to have a requirement to take a heavy weapon. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> please reduce the speed and the annoyance of them. All right, so I think we answered that those questions thoroughly enough. Thanks very much for uh, sending in those questions, Liam. Appreciate it. And uh, if anyone else wants to send in some uh, questions so we can answer them ad nauseum, you can do so at <laughs> swlingloriousblasters at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll give you guys a shout-out. We want I mail. I don't I like know if anybody's – no one's going to send any questions after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Prove John wrong. Yep. <laughs> Someone will do it. Send in a question. Hey, build a list on, live for me. Yeah, send in a question. Why should we nerf Gar more? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's all right. We don't got to talk about Gar nerfs right now. But we are going to talk about is the Glorious versus Inglorious segment. Air horns. It's back, baby. <laughs> all right so for those of you that don't know what this segment is uh we take one star wars legion unit and then we discuss them so one person is going to be on the side of glorious meaning that this unit is great and then the other person's going to take the side of inglorious which means this unit is bad and then we're going to have one hopefully impartial judge determine whether or not glorious versus inglorious uh, and then with that, those are those are really the rules. Uh, so for this week, John is the judge. We're going to be talking about ATRTs. We're going to hit both Rebels and Gar ATRTs because they're fairly similar. Might as well talk about them all at once. Uh, and then I have the glorious side, and then Brendan has Inglorious. Yep. So I'll uh, read off the unit cards. I'm going to first just say everything they have in common and then discuss what's different about each of them. So ATRTs are support units, one model each, and they are 55 points. Right? Yeah, 55 points. Um, sorry, 55 in... Uh, I already messed up. They're 55 in the Rebels and 60 in Gar. So they're slightly different. Um, they both have full armor. They're both climbing vehicles. They both have Expert Climber. They both have 6 health, a Resiliency of 4, are a ground vehicle, and have White Defense Dice. They have a Hardpoint Upgrade and a Comms Upgrade slot. And they both have Grappling Claws for their melee attack, which is 3 red, Impact 1. Now for the differences. The Rebel ATRT has a range 1 to 3 attack. That has two white dice. They surge to crit. 
the Gar ATRT has a range 1 to 3 gun that's 1 black and 2 white, critical 1, impact 1. They surge to hit and surge to block, and it also has scout 1. I also didn't mention, but they are both speed 2. Awesome. Thank you, Brendan. Much appreciated. John, who do you want to hear from first? Hmm. I'm going to go Corey. I'd like to hear. (laughs) All right. Glorious. All right. Good answer. (laughs) Welcome to ATRTs. Brand new, brand new core rule book. They're looking great. All right. So here's some general notes, right? So not faction specific. They have full armor, so this requires crits or impact to force saves. Even though it looks easy to kill them, if you're not prepared for it, uh, it's going to be difficult. So, for example, if you're running three Flamer ATRTs with uh, comms jammers and running them up the board, your opponent is going to have a bad day. I don't think you can kill all of them uh, before one or two flamethrowers go off. Corey, if so, I real fast, yes. we continue, I should have talked about the different upgrades. Oh, no. How dare you? I know. I messed up. So, flamers, because Corey just mentioned them. Range 1, 2 black dice with spray means it's 2 black dice per model that you are attacking. It's fixed front and has blast. The And that is 15 points. The laser, ATRT laser cannon, range 2 to 4, red, black, black, impact 3, and fixed front. And the ATRT rotary blaster... Range 1 to 3 and 5 black fixed front. Uh, the laser cannon is 10 points and the rotary blaster is 20. All right. I've interrupted Corey. Continue, Corey. <laughs> you ruined my flow. You're this welcome. Whole, this whole argument should just go to me. How dare you? <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so, yeah. If you if your plan is to run them with uh, three ATRTs uh, with flamers and comms jammers, like your opponent's going to have a bad time. Uh, if, you, if you don't have the preparation, right? So there have been plenty of games where I s- sit across Daryl, one of my locals, and he's like, hey, here's three Flamer ATRTs. Good luck. <laughs> and uh, those boys are scary, right? Without a doubt, at least two of them go off most of the time if I'm not prepared um, to fight impact or fight armor. They surprisingly have impact one on their, their melee. <laughs> so if like... As a, like a last resort, if you if you see dark troopers approaching your face, you can just say, uh, "Okay, I'm just gonna go uh, smack them, smack them for impact one." Um, that's like a that's a that's an option you have available. But let me let me go into specifics on um, rebels, and then uh, and then I'll do guard next. So the rebels, uh, the best thing about them is they search to crit. So again, they're probably the best. The probably the best loadout for them is the one i just talked about flamethrower and then comms jammer and then just just go in because their their saves are terrible they're they're worse than the gar one you don't really have good order control uh the rebels rebels i think that's just the best option for them otherwise they're just paper thin and then your your opponent just kills them very easily uh so if again if we're talking about the flamethrower flamethrowers and the big boogeyman right now is dark troopers they search to crit the rebel one specifically. So if you go up against dark troopers with 10 to 12 surging black dice, you are going to make them uh, throw saves for sure. Search to crit is really, really awesome. You're probably going to end up getting one to two wounds, but like you never know. So I think that's like 
a fun way to block out some dark troopers. If you run more than one, you could set up a big wall in front of them. So it's like annoying for them to shoot through slash slash get around. So like that's a great way for your troops to advance. Uh, so now I'm going to switch over to the Gar. I think Gar is probably the better all over overall choice for ATRTs right now. If you if you love ATRTs, the standard gun that they have crit crit one impact one on their standard profile is is really good. It reminds me of like a shore mortar shot. Um, so you just fish for crits, um, you know, and then I imagine you're going to take an aim. Uh, you're likely to get at least one crit through. And then let's pretend you're fighting armor. That's two saves that they have to make. That's not bad. Uh, they have better armor saves. I, I mean, I'll, I'll shout them out again. <laughs> Daryl has made plenty of miracle saves with the ATRTs because they surge on defense. So it's, in my opinion, they're better. Uh, Scout 1 is really, really great. Turn 0. And then with the release of Cody, there's tons of tricks that you could do. We talked about them earlier, but uh, here's a couple really quick. Comms Relay, uh, using Cody's direct vehicle, you can throw that to fives to throw it to another clone. So you turn one order into two. Alternatively, you could put on link targeting array for an aim. Uh, so you can be like a range four impact turret if you wanted. Uh, that's like about 70, 75 points for an impact three unit at range four. Uh, nowadays, impact is pretty good. So that's not a bad use for them, in my opinion. So uh, I think that's I think that's all I got. <laughs> I kind of rest my case on the on the ATRTs. I think they're great. I think they have a very specific use case. There, there you go. Uh, either John or Brendan, you want to hop in? Very nice, very nice. It's interesting. I don't know if I would have focused as much on the flamer variant. So I have so my experience with ATRTs, I feel like the closer you have to get them, the quicker they die. So like when they're flamers, they melt. When you do the rotary gun, they're still like in the range three threat band for most gun lines. So I and maybe it's just a playstyle thing, I always play them with the laser cannon. Not that I think it's like amazing, but just solely <laughs> based on the fact that it's like okay, I can at least sit at range four and kind of plank or use it as a fire support platform like you had mentioned from the Gar side. Um, but on Rebels, the surge crit aspect is nice and getting all those dice on the rotary cannon. Uh, the buddy that I kind of learned the game with when it originally came out, he loved rotary RTs. And those yeah. used to, you know, like mow things down. Um, but that was before dice pools got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, so so that's the scary part. The dice pools got too too big. Um, so so their use case is a little bit harder. So that, that's this is why I'm trying to create situations that are more favorable for them. So the idea of ATRTs nowadays, I think, is that in Gar you take you take a one of uh, with Cody ideally, so you can get a free order onto him, or with Rebels you take three or none because you need to have like threat saturation so three flamer atrts is where my head went to um, they actually stand somewhat of a chance against star troopers and other regular troopers right so th th they work good in all instances um, and then ideally you back it up with something else because uh the rebel let's see how much is the rebel atrt one um it's 75 points for the flamethrower and comms jammer one so let's that's not bad if you back it up with other threats behind it, it's pretty good. And then 
those threats can literally hide behind your wall of ATRTs because they're line of sight blocking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I like go. that. That's cool. Cool. Right on. There you go. All right, Brendan. Talk to me. First, they suck. First, I want to thank Corey for talking about the Flamer variant because that's exactly what we need to take on Ewoks. We need to burn yes. them. We, we need flamethrower awareness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the ATRT is inglorious uh, because, as Corey just said, they die. Um, it's th- a fact. They, they are going to die. They have white defense. Sure, it's behind armor, but everything else with white defense behind armor dies. It's just going to happen. You know this unit will not see the end of the game unless it's very lucky. And as we've said, there's a lot of impact in the game right now. We've got Impact 8 just with speeder bikes and Blizzard Force. There's Black Sun that if you are running the flamer, all right, that thing's dead as soon as the Black Sun get to range one. Uh, Not to mention, everybody's favorite unit in the game is good right now, HH-12 Stormtroopers. So those things <laughs> are back, just baby. going yeah. <laughs> those things are just going to destroy ATRTs on the approach with impact three at range four. I mean ATRTs, I, I grant they're a great defensive measure with you know line of sight blocking and they're a great hedge against dark troopers. But if if you don't have dark troopers and you just have enough crit or impact, these things are going to die and they're going to be wasted uh, on the, on the table because the, their impact gun is three dice. If it's not dark troopers, unless you're rolling crits, one's going away because everything has heavy cover. <laughs> Only one's going to get through if you get three hits. <laughs> So, I mean, it's... I got thoughts about that one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's three dice. It's great against dark troopers because they don't have cover. But everything else will have cover. <laughs> so you're looking Very at true. one die. Um, so, I mean, the, these things are a, a fun unit. I would definitely agree with that. They're a fun unit. I just don't think they're good right now with so much critical and impact running rampant. They also would probably like order control because they're not exactly a timing neutral piece because if you can't activate it when you want, it's just going to get focus fired and destroyed, especially the flamer variants. Because if you see flamers coming at you, you, you target that unit to murder it. Because no matter what flamethrower it is, it's scary. <laughs> Flamethrowers murder units. <laughs> you can yep. get no bigger die pool than a flamer. <laughs> so. Yep. That, <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that, that, that basically rests my case. But one thing you did <laughs> say, Corey, I, I want to definitely give a shout out to because I hadn't thought about this before, 
they would be great against dark troopers in melee. Yeah, right. <laughs> with with the imp, the the dark troopers would have to just roll crits to do anything back. So I thought about this, right? So I I didn't want to push too hard, and like I will, f- in the interest of no- letting everyone know, right? Even though I want to win this, <laughs> yet the dark troopers don't necessarily have to melee them back no. because troopers are not Correct. engaged with vehicles. Yes. Yep. So yep. I would love for them to just sit in right. melee with these ACRTs. That's what that's what the buff. I, but, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But but it, yes. But just to finish that thought. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to punch it back, but it does limit where they can shoot without moving. Exactly. Right. You, you If you put this wall in front of the dark troopers, they either have to go around them or blast through them. So and any other thoughts, Brendan, before I not counter, but just have other thoughts. <laughs> uh i mean only other thing is in uh in the rebel faction you don't normally see atrts because you can get better things for cheaper um or better things for slightly more points so you can get fd laser cannons they're just going to be area control they've got the range they're just going to shoot things or yeah. you can go a little bit more expensive and get tauntauns who are arguably uh, more survivable than RTs because of Agile, and they can actually better get save. engaged. Yeah, yep. they do have a better save. Um, in, in the Republic, there's Barks, and Barks are very popular because you can run them naked, and they're five points cheaper than ATRTs, and they're just better at objectives than ATRTs tend to be because they, they zoom around the board. While both units can do things, there are alternatives that can do things better. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's just mainly playstyle, right? And mm-hmm. largely this is due to the this this is kind of like a new era because we're in the new core rule book where vehicles have like a giant LOS blocking silhouette. And ATRTs is one of those gigantic silhouettes that you can hide behind. So I don't think anyone's really played around with this idea. Maybe locally. If you have, please let us know. How did it go? Because um, I think there might be something to this. So, man, I already forget some of the points I want to talk about. Um, Success. <laughs> but, but, oh, right. Order control is one of them. Yeah, if you don't have order control, it kind of sucks on the one turn where you are one move away and then you're going to flame something. Like there, it's very important. Rebels are just gonna have a tough time. I don't think I don't think there's any way around it. For Gar, you have Cody. If you throw, if you have one ATRT and it's like a longer range one, then you definitely have an order on it, right? If you want to keep that order on it, you you can do that. So I mean, at least Gar has options to like have them be timing specific. So that like that's not terrible. That's not bad. They're just a tough unit. There are a lot of better options, but I think that just boils down to playstyle. Do you want to just go in and have stuff hide behind it? Maybe like ATRTs plus Wookiees behind behind them, right? Like it's all about threat saturation. If you're playing ATRTs, there's got to be something scarier behind the ATRT because yes, your ATRTs will die, but hopefully something scarier will will kill the rest of your opponent's army. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. The ATRTs are not probably going to be a focus piece for your army. I mean. They are a support 
Yeah, I mean, it's yep. exactly their unit type. They're going to support your army, but you shouldn't build your army around the ATRT necessarily. I agree with uh, that. So, um, but I love the idea of Wookiees behind it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> That's the challenge, I think, with the Flamer ones, is the closer you get to the enemy force, the more control you need over them. And that's less control you have on your true focus pieces. And in Rebels, your your focus pieces are your heroes. So you can't afford to put that order on a Flamer RT and not on to like a true focus piece. Yep, agreed. Oh, and then the the other thing really quick. Uh, oh, yeah, so for the Gar one, uh, Brendan was saying the range four gun, it only has three dice. It's not very good uh, against cover. Well, if that's the case and they don't really have armor to shoot at, just use the ATRT's regular one to three profile. It's critical one. There you go. If you if you take an aim and shoot, it, you're more than likely to get a a crit through. There you go. That's it. One, one crit. Yeah, one crit. One crit. You force a save. It's better than nothing. <laughs> it's better than nothing. Anyways, John, I'm done. <laughs> so so i was crunching a couple numbers i was intrigued by the flamer rt on the rebel side um but when i was doing the mental math i was like i don't think it's as good as you're making it sound to be (laughs) so i actually put it into a dice calculator (laughs) and i was in fact correct (laughs) so so, (laughs) you caught me so uh, 10 black die. So say you're shooting into a dark trooper squad where they have five models. So they've got both the heavy troopers. Uh, you're going to get 2.5 hits. So they're going to take 1.25 wounds. You're going to yep. do a wound with the 10 die attack pool. Hey, so man. It, sound, like, that's... it sounds spicy. Like, oh, you yeah. throw 10 die. And then it's like. <laughs> All right, you take a wound. <laughs> I can't. I can't get anything past Judge John. All right. <laughs> well, I. I mean, it's like all right. So surge crit, and then I was. I was starting to think. I'm like, There's a huge look, upside. Wait a second. <laughs> look, look, look. What the idea here is like? Just dark troopers surges. are dumb. Dark. Yes, right. Just roll surges <laughs> and just roll crits. Right. That's all you need to do. You have ten <laughs> dice. Just roll a bunch. So, so the real. The real thing I'm getting at is dark troopers are stupid. How do you fight dark troopers? No one knows. <laughs> so, obviously, it's impact and critical. HH12s. HH12s, right. But if you're rebels, you don't have that. So what I'm getting at is flamers are good in Empire. both instances against specifically dark troopers because they can throw a ton more dice that surge to crit. And then they're also good at regular troopers. It's the, it's the same exact idea yeah. and concept. The, that's that's all I'm getting a, at. It's it's frustrating to throw ten black against darks, and then you get two or three, and then they just the, save them. the The biggest problem with ATRTs, I think, across the board, is dark troopers have almost made them unplayable. <laughs> I know. Right? Like that's that's like pretty like not to make a blanket statement, but that is literally what has happened. Like armor in general has suffered with dark troopers coming out, and now all of the impact heavy list to tech against dark troopers but atr like the the smaller armor you'd say so like atrts and things that are small you know not uh, not like your big tanks 
Yeah. Um, so like T-47s, ATRTs, they just like melt to pieces against these high impact lists. Um, to quote to quote Evan uh, from the Fifth Trooper, he calls it honest armor. Honest <laughs> like armor. the white the white saves. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the only viable option in my mind. And I was actually really excited to do this because to be quite honest, like my ACO list has an ATRT with a laser cannon in it. <gasps> I think I've sent that list to you guys. And I absolutely hate putting it in there. Uh yeah. but I hate barks even more. Like I just don't like them. It's a it's a play style thing. Like I just don't like speeders. And it's really only there for the comms relay trick. And then I put the laser cannon on there for anti-dark trooper tech. But at the end of the day, I'm like, well, you know, worst case scenario, at least he's given out this order. And if I just keep him at range four the whole time, at least he's not in the range three threat saturation area where people can luck out and roll crits, you know, the more dice you throw type thing. And if he just sits at range four, so what? Uh, but it feels terrible to spend the 75 points on that unit. It feels bad when Echo is better. <laughs> he is yeah he right is. Like, like let's see how much how much more is echo why am i he's fighting six, against he's myself 66 he's 66 points. oh god yeah uh. hey 66 points so then i so then i thought okay you just dropped the laser cannon and then it's like all right then he's literally useless he is literally a 65 point token generator or not token but order generator order to gen. do the rps trick or basically get the order out there for the Anakin fire support or just that, you know, all kinds of cool tricks that I have in my mind that I can do with them. But to keep the ATRT alive, he needs to be at range four, essentially. But so have you considered the fluttercraft? The fluttercraft? <laughs> no, that has not crossed uh, my mind one time. <laughs> but it's got impact and pierce. That's, that's what we should do. We, that's what we should do next. The winning Republic combo. ATRT versus Fluttercraft. Which one's better? <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean, on the Rebel side, that's that's <laughs> inglorious, hands down. I mean, it's hot garbage. I would never play it. It's how dare, uh... you, how dare you? I take offense. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> I and I think that one was bad, honestly, even before Dark Troopers. Yes, <laughs> I agree with you. So, so, so it's almost it's we almost need to state like, is this pre or pe- like it was like rebel ATRTs were inglorious even before people were teching against dark troopers. Yeah, Gar ATRTs, I don't know. Even before I, I'd never played them. Honestly, it only crossed my mind to put an ATRT in my list since Cody came out because of the direct vehicle and you almost. I don't know if it's a trap, though, feeling that you need to utilize that keyword. But there's so many good fire supports you can set up utilizing it. But it does feel like, do I just make a hard swap for the 75 points and throw in another Phase 1 with an RPS or Z6? Well, with Cody, a lot of his command cards also give you bonus effects if a vehicle is involved. So right. it, yep. it feels bad not to have a, uh, a vehicle with Cody. Yep. yep. Yeah. They they're basically telling you to put a or use him with a vehicle. T- time will tell yeah. like on whether or not that's a tra- trap or not to add a vehicle into a Cody list, but 
The only trap is the rebellion because Admiral Ackbar. Not, not, and not necessarily a tra- maybe trap is wrong. The ATRT might be the trap. I think barks are good. Like barks are definitely better than ATRTs. I just don't like barks. Yeah. So like, like if somebody's listening, they go, "Oh, barks are clearly like I know that I know barks are better than ATRTs. I just don't like them. Like I did a ton <laughs> of Yoda barks and did very well with it. I just didn't enjoy playing it." That list sounds awesome. I don't know. <laughs> How did you not have fun with it? I just, I, I just don't like being. I hate compulsory moves. That's what it is. I don't like being forced to move. I always feel like the speeders get out ahead of everything, and then they start dying, and then I'm just like, "See, I knew. I did not want them to go out there. They had to do it. No, <laughs> and then they have to. Or you like, they just start doing donuts, and you're just like, ah. uh-huh. Yep. That's what they do. So, yeah, anyway, so, just, so, uh, so one more time. Is is the Gar 1 glorious or inglorious? I was actually hoping that you guys were going to dissolve. You guys were going to solve the mental debate I was going through as to whether or not I included this ATRT into my <laughs> uh, list for ACO. <laughs> so, oh, this, so was this, a, just, this is so just selfishly. Okay. Yeah, this was this was a selfish like, hey, let's do ATRTs, and the whole time I was thinking like maybe one of you guys will make a good point that I wasn't thinking about and sway me one way or the other. I think I'm gonna go in glorious, but I think I'm still gonna keep it in my list for ACO. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel very very uh, heartbroken about this because now I just took two L's. <laughs> Ooh, I was hoping Did I get, to get two one- wins. Oh boy! I, I mean, I mean, I think it counts as is just one, just oh. one. Oh, thank, thank yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't Ooh. do any prep. Ooh, my like MMR is saved. <laughs> I'm very indecisive tonight. I'm uh, operating on a little bit of a delay. If you get... <laughs> but yes, well, inglorious ATRTs, inglorious. But will you see me playing them? Absolutely. Will I like it? Not at all. <laughs> nope, it'll just be like an act that you go, well, I might have done something. <laughs> or just sat on this KP. <laughs> now, now, don't worry. I came up with the perfect anti-Dark Trooper list while we were talking. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, Republic. Chewbacca. Three naked phase ones. Three Wookiee warriors, Kashyyyk defenders with bowcasters. And three fluttercraft with NASP gunners. Impact <laughs> and pierce everywhere. <laughs> it will probably do well until like the fluttercrafts die. <laughs> just just get good at piloting fluttercraft in your set. Do the fluttercrafts? They have compulsory moves, right? Yes, because they're some type. Because they are of... speeders. Yeah, nah, I hate them then. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to shoot out the back, so you have to keep moving away from things to get shots. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's always an interesting like point of discussion for the watercraft. You have to like be reversed to do anything. There is one one point I will make. There is one thing that I like about the ATRT that I do like more than barks. So barks are good at funneling surge crit fire support or not surge crit surge hit fire support shots through. So you can funnel your Z6 through a bark to make that shot surge hit you can do that safely from range four with the laser cannon on the atrt making your forward z6 so your z6 is at range three obviously it's up you know 
in the trenches of the battle, whereas your ATRT is safely back at range four, but you're funneling the shot through it to make it surge hit for that 13 die pool surge hit. Um, so it can just aim shoot sitting safely back um, where it needs to be, but you're getting a surge hit pool like you would get from a bark, but you have a little bit more control of it. And then also the fact that it doesn't have order control because I'm passing that order off with the comms relay makes you feel a little bit better than having this unruly bike just zipping around with no order on it. <laughs> so glorious? No, no, it's still... Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> I, I Honestly, every time I've played against Barks, I'm always like excited to see them because I never... Maybe I've just never seen someone pilot them effectively either because they always end out like in the front of their army and I'm just like, oh, good. I'm just going to focus these down and go up on activations. They die. Like that's what, that's what it always feels like. That's That's their job. They die and they annoy. Sometimes they get crits, and sometimes they get out-of-cover shots. <laughs> That's the whole purpose, I think. <laughs> now, I do want to see somebody run a list with uh, at least two and a Jedi. Just use the two as a wall for the Jedi approach. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, just put Jedi behind him. Because uh, there was go. somebody at the last event I ran at my local store who ran a Blizzard Force with an ATSD and Vader and just used the ATSD as a wall to get Vader up. And that was Commander Vader, I think, right? Yeah. So <laughs> nice. That's a fun like it's a fun use case that like I don't think many people are taking advantage of yet. So that's why I was like, well just build a wall of like ATRTs. Literally just march them up like the British Army. It sounds yeah. fun. I just I don't think anyone's really done it. Or at least no one's heard about it, so <laughs> Fun, yes. Good and competitive, probably not. Yes. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. I, th- I think we uh, I think we beat this horse to death. So both Rebel and Gar ATRT inglorious. Womp womp. Good job, Sad. Brendan. I don't I don't know if uh, you <laughs> I don't know if you needed any help with it. But nope. That's why I didn't prepare. Perfect. I prepared so much, like for like about an hour. I'm like, all right, what's good with that? <laughs> it turns out nothing. Uh, all right. Anyways, um, we appreciate everyone listening. So I just want to give a quick uh, couple plugs before we close out the show. We have a Discord channel. Uh, want to chat with us? Talk some Legion. Show off your hobby work. We uh, would love to. We would love to have you there. Right. So the link is in the show notes uh, of our Podbean. Check us out there. Uh, you can find us on most popular podcasting apps now, including Spotify, Apple, Google, and YouTube. We would really appreciate it if you leave us a rating and review. It really helps us out. If you think our judgment is wrong, want to ask us a question, um, we'll read it on the show. Please send us an email at swlingloriousblasters at gmail.com. Like our page on Facebook. Search for The Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast. And lastly, follow us on Instagram at swlingloriousblasters. Gentlemen. Do you have any, uh, anything else before uh, before we close out this show? ATRTs are only glorious if it's the Ryloth arc or the Umbara arc in the Clone Wars. This is this is the truth. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. I'm Corey. I'm John. The true winner is the person who's having the most fun. So if you like playing ATRTs, play them. Daryl. I agree. And I'm Brendan, 
Fun fact, in the Ryloth arc in the Clone Wars, you can see the Ark of the Covenant being loaded onto a ship as treasure. Let's stay glorious. 